What's up, party people? Ain't no party like a Cali Gold party, cause a Cali Gold party don't stop. Pour yourself a glass of that Cali Gold with your boy, Snoop Dogg. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko, live from the old National Bank State Street studio on WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. A good Karma Brands radio station. Hope everyone had a nice weekend. We're reacting to uh, a lot that happened here. The Kyrie trade, Bulls beat the Blazers. They play back-to-back starting tonight. Are they going to make a move at the deadline? Could they possibly add something? Talked about that early in the show with Sham Shrani, Tawadol, and Sylvie. That maybe they had a guard, add some shooting. That they're they're content, sort of staying in this, trying to make the play-in tournament. They're nine right now. You know, okay. They're not going to be bad enough to win the Wembenyama sweepstakes. So, okay, no, they're okay. not. You're not picking. You're probably not picking the top four. You don't have a first-round pick anyway. That pick's going to go to Orlando. So, uh, you know, if they could get in the playoffs and. Give us a playoff win, I guess. As Bulls fans, that's we we take it. I I don't know. They're in. Uh, they're, they sort of feel like they're on the road to Nowheresville, but it's better than winning 15 games. I guess it could be Charlotte. I guess if you're Charlotte, at least you have Lamelo. But you know, you got 15 wins. Not very fun to watch 15 win basketball. No, team, right? I mean we know what I it was like. Remember when the Bulls were bad? Yeah. And then yeah, last year was like a breath of fresh air. Even though it was kind of like false hope, where yeah. they were the number one seed for a while, but it was much better than. What we had been going through here for an extended period of time where he kept drafting seventh over and over and over I again. Know. They're in a weird spot, like yeah. plain and simple. They just are. Trade deadlines this week. Uh, Big Ten over the weekend. The much-anticipated Illinois-Iowa game kind of delivered, right, Yurk? Went all the way down to the wire. Yeah. Iowa ended up winning by two. Yes. Uh, Indiana pulled the upset of Purdue, just the second loss of the year, beating their in-state rival. How about that? Carmen and I went over the Big Ten thing today, and it was like uh, you, you've got two teams at the top right now. And they're uh, they're they're Indiana, the Rutgers, Indiana Rutgers. They've separated themselves. Rutgers not by a lot, but twelve and two for. I heard metrically Iowa's got some impressive wins. Is that true? Like they're in the what do they call it? The quad one wins. Yeah, quad one wins. I heard like doesn't Iowa have like the fifth most quad one wins? Nine teams that are seven and five in the conference or five and seven in the conference. They're all packed together. together. It's like the West in the NBA. Yes, you know after the top top two. Everybody's packed together. Everybody's yes. packed together. Does that mean it's a tremendously competitive league? Or does it mean that you're top-heavy in your league? Which one is it? Yeah, that's a good question, Yerk. Congrats to Northwestern for sweeping Wisconsin Congrats. for the first time and it in, looks in like, like 30 years. It looks like they might they be. Might get in. If they can continue winning games, good. they could be uh, tournament-bound once again. Chris good, Collins. Good. Only the second time, right? Whose crying child was it when uh, Northwestern got defeated? Remember that? I don't remember. Wasn't there oh, a, oh, a, a crying was, uh... child? Sweet child of mine. It was. It was. Um, uh, it was the AD or the assistant AD or the yeah, president yeah, or something. Um, when Northwestern lost four years ago, five why years am ago. I blanking on Jim's last name. I'm looking. Jim Phillips. Jim Phillips. Thank you. It was yeah. Jim Phillips' son. Yeah. Yeah. And Jim's now running the ACC. Another chance for children to cry this time. If they get to the dance, another chance for children to cry. I'm just uh, happy for them that they swept uh, Wisconsin for the first time in like almost 30 years. So congrats. Here's this uh, latest mock that I was telling you about. This is Matt Miller, does good work at ESPN.com. He does have the Bears moving down. He's got a projected trade to kick this off, and this one seems to make a lot of sense. The Colts desperate for a quarterback since Andrew Luck prematurely retired on them. We know what they've been through, Yerk. Colts move up for a quarterback. All right. In this scenario, the Colts take the plunge. This is what Matt writes. 
Sending the Bears number four and number 35, picks number four and 35, a fourth rounder and a 2024 third rounder to jump to the top. I like it. You get four, you get 35, you're back in that first handful of picks, that first wave in the second round, which you don't have because you traded it to Pittsburgh for Claypool. A fourth rounder this year and then another pick next year. I like it. He writes, I spoke to a few people in the league for context on what might seem like a fair deal, and this fits for both parties. Indy can get its signal caller. Chicago should still have the chance to land a top defender while adding a haul of draft assets, including a valuable second rounder. We think that sounds good. With the first pick, the Colts take Bryce Young. With the second pick, the Texans take Will Levis. With the third pick, the Cardinals take Will Anderson Jr. And with the fourth pick, the Bears get Jalen. Will Anderson. Did I say Will Carter? Yeah, Will Will Anderson Anderson. Jr. And the Bears get Jalen Carter from Georgia. A player that it seems like, if you listen to some of the whispers and connect some of the dots, a player that they covet right now. That they get Jalen Carter from Georgia. Then, at 35. At 35, the Bears go out and try to address... Their wide receiver room, their, the position that needs a lot of work and a lot of help. And they grab Zay Flowers out of Boston College to be the next Tom Waddle. Yes. And Zay Flowers really came on as the season progressed. This guy was a touchdown maker the last couple of years for BC. The knock here is that he is small. He's five foot ten. You know who else is small? Jalen Waddle small. He's doing okay in this NFL. He is doing all right. Zay Jones is a run-after-the-catch, speedy, dynamic athlete. But he is small. There's not much of a catch, catch radius. Is he a little too like Mooney? I don't know. But I will tell you this. He's a guy that as the season went on, people were becoming more and more enamored with. He had a, a good performance, as good showing when he was out at the East-West Shrine game. Right. And had people buzzing about him a little bit. And has probably done uh, as much, if not more, than any other wide receiver I can think of just off the top of my head to really kind of climb some of these draft boards here with the way his senior season on Chestnut Hill went and uh, the way the early portion of the offseason is going for some of these. So guys. the last receiver taking in this mock draft is the 25th position. That's the last receiver in this mock they've got. So 10 picks later, ten picks. that's where the Bears get to step God bless you. Sorry, step up. I've never seen that before, you sneezing on the air like that. Well, I tried to stop everything, and, and I was speaking. I was trying to finish what I was saying and hit the cough button at the same time. It all didn't work. He's, it failed miserably. He's got Jalen Hyatt. You want yeah, to talk about a receiver that the maybe did more than anything? Jalen Hyatt was a no. revelation this year, wasn't he? I mean, I feel like that, that. what they did, what he and Hooker did, was like, whoa, baby. Jalen Hyatt, they got going 25th. Uh, I'm just looking at some of the other receivers. Before that, Quentin Johnson goes 22nd to the Ravens. Jackson Smith Ooh, and Jigba. Late. That is late. Jackson Smith and Jigba, 20th. 20 to Seattle. To the Seahawks. And then would he have another receiver yeah, before Quentin, that? I Quentin, doubt it. Quentin Smith. I think goes higher. Jordan Addison, oh, Jordan 12th. Addison. Jordan Addison, 12th to the Texans. So the, so they, he would have the Texans at two taking Levis, and then at 12, 
taking Jordan Addison. He doesn't have my defensive lineman for uh, from Pittsburgh in the first round. Mm, uh-oh. And Mel's got the defensive lineman from Pittsburgh in the first round. Yes, he does. He's got a moment like a go to Baltimore. Top 10, right? Yeah, oh, he's, he's got, got him going to Baltimore. Of... Okay. Wherever Baltimore. And it might be the 10th pick. Um, I think Baltimore's got the 10th. I just went by it. So I'm trying to see where my from a trade where here, my right? D lineman from no, Pittsburgh Eagles is. Have the Baltimore is Baltimore can't be. Oh, they had line. Philadelphia taking them. No, they're, they're yeah, 22nd. Yeah. Baltimore's 22nd. There you go, Philly from one of the picks from New Orleans. Now I'm looking for the defensive lineman. Still, I'm in the second round, and my guy. There's a lot of people getting picked, mm. and my guy from Pittsburgh's not getting picked yet. What's Someone, going on? Someone's going to have a stud on their hands, according to Yurko. Yeah, they will. Well, I tell you, Mel's seen him. I believe you. Mel I has trust seen your, him. I trust your eyes on this stuff. My eyes are good. They got the Bears at 53. Hey, the Bears at 53 taking Zach Harrison, defensive end out of Ohio State. So they get the 53rd pick so is their get, own pick, right? Or whose pick was that? That's the Baltimore pick. Baltimore. That's the pick they got when they traded. There Rogue you one. go. That's the one. So it would address. they would address with their first three picks, according to Matt Miller's latest mock, they would address two positions on their D-line, which they need probably more than anything, to be quite honest. And a wide receiver. I like it. I'm digging it, kid. 312-332-3776. Let's go to, uh, let's see. We let's got... go Randy in Seattle since we're talking about All draft right. choices. Right, we can we're do talking that. about the Pittsburgh and He's game. got a question for Yurko. All right, Randy's in Seattle, our good buddy. What up, Randy? Hey, boys. Um, <clears throat> you led right into uh, what I called about uh, almost an hour ago. Well, thank First you for all, waiting. Yes. <laughs> That's Monday. What the hell? Um, first of all, I've got to tell you, you guys have the best show on the radio. Uh, you Carmen, are correct. I Yurko would you, agree. Yeah. You are the best in the business. Yurko is incomparable on so many levels. You can't even discuss them. I, I hope that's Abdallah a compliment. Is, it is. It is. <laughs> Abdallah is the funniest guy at the station. Ooh. And Chris... Abdallah. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, he makes my ears bleed. <laughs> and Black is like a, a Ben Zobris. He oh, does everything. Wow. Ben looks oh, like oh. a you can't machine win. over there. Chris, that's Zobris. You don't, you don't well, win without his, Zobris. I hope his marriage works out better. Zobris was, oh, here goes. <laughs> wow. Zobris was like the original, like uh, when war started becoming a real thing in baseball. And I don't I don't mean, I mean, wins above replacement. Like Zobris was the poster child. Like nobody knew who he was, but somebody put up like a 6.2 win season right, in Tampa. Right. It's like, whoa, look at this Ben yeah. Zobris guy. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um so, Yerk, just wanted to remind you, uh, you lost that beef sandwich bet to me. I'll be in this year to collect. No problem. I will. We'll go okay. get some beef. I'll, we'll bring my own jardinier, homemade jardinier. I'll have it with us. Beautiful. So, here's what I called about, and it, it is right into this defensive lineman. And last week you talked pretty highly about the Pittsburgh interior defensive lineman that you just spoke of. Yeah. And oh. if, you were the, if, if you were the Bears GM, would you trade your first back to a three or four and take a Jalen Carter? Or would you trade a second time, move back to where you're comfortable in the middle of the first round yeah. and take your boy from Pittsburgh? I'll be honest. And where do you see the value there? I, I'll, question, I'll be right? honest. I Thanks. think he'll be available in the uh, second round. Yeah, well, He's the seventh overall rated defensive tackle coming out in this draft. Hmm. That, that'll that make him a, sev- um, a, a second-round pick, probably. Because as I looked at it, there are a bunch of defensive tackles and defensive ends going. It would probably fit him in the seventh round. 
the Bears would have to make a choice after already addressing their offensive line and free agency. Do they want to pick up another defensive tackle, or is it time to help the wide receiver room? Because there's nothing available in free agency at the wide receiver room. Unless you go into the trade market if, like, T. Higgins is really upset. But he, he, we talked about that a lot on Friday. He tweeted over the weekend, like, the crying emoji. Like, here we go, you know. So who knows what's going on. I think Kansi's good. I know you do. I, I think the kid can play. I, I've seen him. He doesn't like to get blocked. He's explosive. He's a combination of 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 uh, a combination of Aaron Donald and the kid from Minnesota, ninety three, that used to play John Randall. Uh, John Randall, jeez, both of those guys. Now you still got to develop. John Randall still had to do some developing, and he did in the NFL. John Tierlink was his coach. And Tierling coached some real good pass rushers over the course of a lifetime. You're talking about two unbelievable, def- like historically good I, defensive tackles. A combination, tackle. I'm talking body size. Body size. Body okay. size, body gotcha. uh, composition, gotcha. what he looks like. You okay. know, once he gets in the league, he'll get stronger, too. you got to remember right. that. Yeah. When you're 25, 26, that's when you put up your best numbers. Right. Eddie's on the north side. What's up, Eddie? Hey, boys. So this guy you guys want to draft, he's defense or offense? Who? The guy going in the, the fourth pick is a defensive lineman. Jalen Carter. Yeah. We're going all backwards with it because we need a stud wide receiver. We have to draft this guy from TCU. We're not going to go draft a quarterback, then get the coach, then get the general manager, and then get the CEO like what they did before, which is a complete mess. Well, you got to go further down. You listen, you got to go further down then to get Quentin Jackson. Quentin That's Johnson. what you're Quentin Johnson. Johnson. Thank you. It's well, constant. even if we have to do it, I think we can get a big body later in the draft in the second or third round that might even turn out really good. But we got to get that wide receiver because if we're not going to draft another quarterback, let's get wide receivers and studs in there where we can score points. And we can plug up the rest. We have money this off season. I thought we did, but no, we do. We do. We're due, and we're, yeah, we're, we're talking about you know, it. The defense this year in the NFL is a bend and break. I mean, even the best defenses, on like every other week, gave up twenty four, twenty six, thirty points. And the only teams they really shut out were the really crappy ones, where which made their stats kind of not really stats because. The offenses are really good in the NFL, and that's what we have to do. We have to score 25, 30, 35 points a game, and then we can get in the playoffs. Well, the, uh, and they've, they've, the, this mock, for what it's worth, does have the Bears with that first, second-round pick addressing the wide receiver room by drafting a wide receiver, so that fills that void, you'd think, there for you. Eddie, thanks. I mean, they, they need pass rushers, though. Don't, don't uh, dis- underestimate that yeah, for, this- any se- for one second. The Bears need a ton of work across their defensive line. They don't have a single difference maker. As the we San today. Francisco 49ers had the number one uh, ranked defense in the league. Yes. These, this is what they gave up. 19, 7, 11, 9, 15, 28. The Chiefs crushed them. Mm-hmm. They put the 44 on there. 14, 16, 10, 0, 17, 7, 13, 34. Late in the year against the Raiders, 13. So, yeah, they had a couple blow-up games in 15 games. They had a couple blow-up games mm-hmm. where they gave up a yeah, ton of happens, points. Yeah. But otherwise, they're playing defense. You're giving up 13, 20, 13, 7, 17, 0, 10, 16, 14. Guess what you're doing? You're putting a big win streak together, which is exactly what San Francisco did at the end of the well, year. They comboed it with their offense, too. I mean, they did both. They scored right. 30 a game, and they were giving up like 15 yes. a game. 
to your point. But they need difference makers on that D-line, Eddie. They do not have a single one. Not they even, don't. They have nothing close. They so. don't. Now, you could you could address it a little bit via free agency you, you, also. You, you could. So if you got two linemen and you got one defensive lineman in free agency and yeah. spend a little bit of money, I'm not yelling at you. Yeah. But you do need young, inexpensive talent to be able to come in and make yep, plays. That's the key. And if Kansi, if Kansi is loved by Mel Kuyper and not loved by the rest of the world, great. That means he'll be available later on, which is good. I'll be watching him, and then I'll be watching him his first, second, third, and fourth gear and watch his development and watch him blow, you know, blow up into the superstar. I know you will. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. This is Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. How were the Grammys? Anybody watch the Grammys? Anyone? I watched the whole show. The whole show? The whole show. He's a music fan now. The whole show. I'm a movie fan. I can't watch the whole Oscars. It's ridiculous. The difference is they don't perform movies during the Oscars. That's true. Wouldn't it be great if they just started doing The Godfather? Like they reenacted a scene? (laughs) They did Goodfellas. They did the Steadicam shot. Yeah, like the Grammys, they give away five awards, but it's all performances. So who is the big winner? Uh, well, they kind of spread it, it around. Spread it out. So Beyonce set the record for most Grammys ever won. She tied it and then... All time? All time. Most Grammys ever won. So Beyonce is now the answer to a trivia question. Yes. Who's won the yes. most all-time Grammys? Yes. Remember that. Beyonce. All right. It's Beyonce. Uh, she did not win Album of the Year, which people got very upset about. Harry Styles won Album of the Year. Harry Styles. Well, that song's popular. I I don't know yeah. what Album of the Year means because there's uh, like a million different things at these awards shows. Song of the Year went to Bonnie Raitt. Bonnie Raitt. Bonnie yeah. Raitt. Yeah, Bonnie she was, Raitt's making songs. She was though? very surprised. She uh, was stunned. She did not believe actually. that she won. And then uh, now, what Record she, of the Year went to Adele. Wait a minute. Did John Legend sing that song? Or did Bonnie Raitt sing the song? No, Bonnie Raitt about sang About John the song. Legend. No, Bonnie Raitt sang the song about... She said it was about organ donors. Okay. I think it was about Warren Beatty, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. Is it? It could be. That's a joke. I know. It's a bad one. Sorry. But the best took part some was, time. if you haven't watched it, <laughs> the best part was the 15-minute tribute to the 50th year of hip-hop. And they basically had... Mm-hmm. Anybody who's been in hip-hop, like, all these crazy names from the start of hip-hop to, like, now they ended it with um, Lil Uzi Vert at the end. But they went, like, 50 years worth, and it was like, oh, my God, this, oh, my God, this person. Oh, like, it was everybody did, like, not even 30 seconds of a song. Like, it was crazy. So, 1973? So, it was a good tribute? 1973? Yeah, it was really good. People were saying some people were left off, but they were probably left off for certain reasons. But, yeah, it was was good. It was very good. Was Kanye there? Kanye was not there. And people were like, where's Biggie? Dead. Where's where's Tupac? Dead. Dead. People don't know that, or are they thinking, no, they're not really dead? Well, people were like, why is Jay-Z in the audience and not a part of this? Well, Ah. Jay-Z's too big to do that. Like, you're not getting Jay-Z on stage to do 30 seconds of a verse or two bars of a verse, Mm. and then he's done. Jay-Z did the end of the show where he rapped for like five straight minutes. Oh, he did? Yeah, he did it. He did. What's the difference between album of the year and record of the year? Okay, so album is the entire album. You're, you're confusing record and, and song. song. Yes. So song is the writing of the song. Yes. So Bonnie the Wright won writing. for the writing of the song, and she whoever collaborated it. with her ah. to write the song, she wrote the record song. Record is the record recording. is the actual recording of the song. And, and was that Harry Styles won that? No, Adele no. won that oh, one. Right. But what did Lizzo win? Lizzo oh won. What did Lizzo right. win? Lizzo won something. Or maybe she won record of the did year. As it was, was happy. Did As It Was win something? Because that song was a huge... Hit. She won, no, Lizzo the, won the a record. Album won, the album won. The album won. The album won. Oh, my God. Yeah, Lizzo won a record. My head hurts. 
Yeah. I can't keep it all straight. It was, uh, well, I'm glad Abdal uh, watched this. I'm too many, glad, too. There's you, too uh, many. Here's the problem. Spend there's your time there's, that there's, way. Uh, there's so many, so many people are in so many different categories. So Beyonce was in like four. She was in dance. She was in R and B. She was in like all these different categories. Mm. So you can win multiple. And uh, Viola Davis got EGOT status. Was the big thing? Oh, too. she got EGOT, which yeah, she is got the final, she got the uh, her Grammy, which uh, is so that is the the EGOT is the Emmy, the Grammy, the Tony, and the Oscar. Yeah. Wow. She, got, she wrote a book on tape and won a uh, Grammy for Come on, really? Yeah, that's how you get them. That's how you get oh, your EGOT? Boy. That's how How actors, many people have an EGOT? Not many, uh, right? Not like, many. Oh, Whoopi Goldberg There's has quite it. a few now. There, there's, oh, there there's like uh, six or seven that have gotten them in the last couple of years. Oh, wow. Okay. The, the, the list is much longer than it used to be. That's 18 still pretty, people. That's still pretty cool. It's like, yeah. a, it's like a perfect game. I mean, 18, that's... That's not a lot. 10, years ago, it was like six. Was that right? Wow. Whoopi Goldberg has one. Jennifer Hudson has one. The E got good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad uh, somebody on the panel watched. Yurko watched a little. I watched Sixers and uh, Knicks because I'm a loser. So that's what I watched. And then I watched a little bit of the 30 for 30 on the Ravens, the 01 Ravens, Yurk. I saw a little bit of that yeah. on the TV. Yeah. I forgot Goose died. I totally forgot that that's how they last started summer, it. Yeah. yeah, last summer. And I was like, oh, man, that's right. Tony Siragusa died. Last year, I didn't watch the whole thing. Everybody yet. remembers him with the Ravens. He played on the Colts for a number of years before he went to Baltimore. I really do only kind of remember him on the Ravens. That's a good point. I mean, yeah. that's where started with the Colts. Yeah, good point by you. Mostly in the nineties, played with the Colts before he went nineteen ninety through ninety four, I believe. Okay, Boy, I don't think he. I don't think he ever went to Cleveland. I don't know. That defense was good. Yeah. Well, we used to beat the living H out of them every year. Yeah. 96, 97, 98, I think we played them. To, we, we were 6-0 against them. No kidding. We didn't lose against them. It's you, man. Down with the Jacksonville Jaguars. We were down with Jayville, huh? Yeah, we beat up on them. We did a nice job. That's what I did last night. I did not. I totally forgot that the uh, Grammys were even on. I remembered afterwards. So I don't watch the Grammys much anyway. I don't watch these award shows anymore. If I barely like watch the, the Oscars. They're not, again, like, yeah, it's tough watch. the Oscars is, is you're, they're just yeah. handing out awards and doing boring fillers. Yeah. Like, if you like music, the Grammys, you watch for the performances. I don't care who wins. That makes sense. Like, I'm not saying to be like, Beyonce should have won. That does make sense. But yeah. you watch the performances. That Kanye they tried good. to storm the stage. Kanye was not there. Are you sure? Yeah, she should have won the Grammy. Who did he do that was to? Not, was not Taylor there. Swift won, right? Yeah. <laughs> he, I'm trying to think of who he would have been upset that won. Yeah, uh, who knows? <laughs> Tiles in North Riverside. Did did you get into the Illinois-Iowa game after all on Saturday? No, I did not. Oh, my. Where'd you watch it? In a bar? Uh, no, I was at my brother's house watching okay. it. We got some taco pizza. It was a good time. Right. I just want to say, though, haha, Orange Crush. They were <laughs> yes. not able to sneak yes. into our house. Pile on. And yes. when we held on, and by that, I don't mean actual people's houses. No, yeah, somebody thought uh, that yeah. you meant, uh, like, fraternity houses, but yeah. you meant... Yeah, remember somebody called in and yeah. said all the doors are open? I'm like, no, right. that's no, not no. what was meant You there, meant guys. the house of Carver Hawkeye right. Arena, yes. right? Right, yes. yeah, like, who doesn't know that sports reference? This no. is our house, not the in our house. house. Yeah, I don't know. Right. I, I think people thought maybe you were talking about fraternity houses or something. I wasn't quite sure. I was confused, too. I'm like, no, she probably just means the gym. Sorry. Right, yeah, no, the arena, right, the good, arena. Good, good win for Iowa, right? That's a good win. It was tense. Like I was, I really, we had to win that game. 
And, Just, I, and they brought the Boys and Girls Club of Cedar Rapids, my hometown, shout out. Shout out. Uh, they brought them down on the floor. They got a standing ovation. They all had a Carver cone. It was great. And the Orange Crush were left to apologize. They had to right. issue. Right. Did like, you see it? They put out another statement, and they completely apologized for it. Which, I, I don't know, the mounting pressure from uh, within uh, the within upper the university. Of, uh, oh, you know someone yeah. high came to them and was uh, like, yeah. yeah, guys, no, That's no more. Yeah. Someone high and someone in charge. I guess someone right. uh, on the high and uh, the uh, exact. Yeah. Right. Welcome Iowa. to Illinois. Where yeah. you can Good win, Congrats. We'll see you soon. Uh, the Iowa fans, I know, were very excited, and they loved it at the end of the day on Saturday when they were able to claim victory over Illinois. What a weird week it was with the whole Orange Crush thing. Yeah. I'm telling you, they must have known for months, and they very strategically waited. Iowa waited, Yerk, and said, we're going to stick it to them. And they uh, rendered their tickets null and void like last Wednesday just to really stick it just to them. Just canceled them. Everything's kind of online now. Yeah. So, I mean, if you had the ticket, they couldn't really do anything. Or maybe they could. They could reference where they were at. Yeah, I think they... But now that everything's digital, if they want to cancel you out of there, just That's it. They cancel you out. It's sad. We eliminated your tickets. Your ticket doesn't work. Yeah, thanks for your money, and we just eliminated your ticket. Mm. No, they probably refunded Mm. them the money back. I'm assuming they would get their money refunded, yeah. You would guess. I, I do love how the Orange Crush had to issue a statement apologizing. I think they knew they made a mistake the minute... They they start they kind of kicked the whole thing off by it wasn't illegal complaining it about was it. deceitful right it was deceitful. illegal but not it wasn't illegal it right. was just deceitful right and I think they probably regretted eh, maybe not at first but like probably regretted kicking off the whole firestorm by yeah. even going after Iowa in the first place uh, when we come back I want to play some more sound from the weekend you know Aaron Rodgers won something over the weekend York I don't know if you know that. But at the same time, he probably upset Green Bay fans. If they're capable of still being upset or rattled by the, you know, as the world turns drama of Aaron Rodgers every offseason. I do want to play that coming up, though. 312-332-3776 if you want to join us. Carmen and Yurko coming right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. Listen to us now. Live on the ESPN Chicago app. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Rodgers and his playing partner won the Pro-Am edition yeah, had, of I think they ended everything early for the Pro-Am guys, the yeah. amateurs, yeah. because the of all the inclement weather they had out there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, well, congratulations go out to him. Congrats to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. He had to feel good. He won something. What do you know? Nah, he's won a Super Bowl, and I take shots. But yeah. I don't know. I think it's weird when you say, well, he's only won one. Really? I mean, he's won. I get it. Something when you... Hey, Barkley never won. Unfortunately, those guys have to wear it. Malone never won. Marino never won. He was great, but he well, never won. How do you say, ah, he only won one? This is 57, right? This is what? 57. Super Bowl 57. This is Super Bowl 57, yeah. So there's only been 57 of them. Yes, yes, yes. Usually most careers are only 10 years long. So you got 10 years to try to win one. Only one of the 32 starting quarterbacks that are playing that year win it. Win it. Some might even say one of 48 because 16 guys end up getting hurt. Mm. Right? So only one of those guys wins it. So winning a Super Bowl is actually much more difficult than people can imagine. Oh, I think it's pretty hard. It is amazing, though, that one is the new none. When you go well, through the list of, of who's won what. Brady's ruined it because he won seven. Right. He's it got seven. It. Like it's. Roethlisberger's got what? Uh, three? Two right? or three? I think. Th- oh, no, maybe two. Yeah, I'm thinking two. Although he was very much. No, three because they beat the Cardinals. Okay. Right? Yeah, he's got three. Well, damn, maybe 
Maybe he you're won right. two. Maybe it's two. It's two. Yeah. So I mean, you it's know, two. he's got two. So if you were in the AFC when Tom Brady was playing and Peyton Manning, right? So you, you're like, you know, hey, things are a little bit more difficult uh, trying to win a Super Bowl. If you're in the AFC, much less you're in the NFC when the AFC was winning a lot of championships. Yeah. Joe Montana's got three. You know, your double-digit guys that have won Super Bowls, they're a handful. Yeah, there's not many. And everybody else is at one, and then you got the list of quarterbacks that are at zero. Well, that are Hall of, of Famers who have got zero Hall of Fame rings. There's a lot I'm of not Hall of Fame rings, but Super Bowl, Super Bowl rings. rings. It's not but, that easy. No. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So here's Rodgers yesterday. Though. Listen to this, York. Tell me what you think, all right? Talking about uh, other teams, he was talking to Amanda Bellionis after the round, and this is about the weekend and what he was hearing from the fans and whatnot. This is Aaron Rodgers yesterday. It's fun to be here. It's such a great event. Fans are amazing. A lot of people yelling different teams they want me to come to next year, um, which has been fun because uh, we got a little uh, inside bet going about which team's going to have the most fans, but uh, it's been fun. I was going to say that for my last question, but you're leading me right into it. Is there maybe like a favorite color, favorite city? that you might have on your mind for next season? I'm just going to say that the uh, predominant uh, team that we hear as we're walking is Raiders. A lot of a lot of Raider fans are encouraging me. A lot of Devontae misses you comments. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So we're having some fun with it. It's a great, uh, you know, great event for the fans to come out here, and hopefully we can get back on the course. Listen, if you want to break some news with us here on CBS, we would love for that to happen. But just think about it. You don't have to answer now. <laughs> Is that a jag bag move by good old jag bag? Was it Thursdays? Is that a jag bag move by Aaron Rodgers, who is under contract to play for the Green Bay Packers, to pretty much on his own solicit, well, yeah, it's great. All They're all yelling at which team they want me to come to. Yeah, we've, we've got bets on it, on where, where I'm going to get traded. Is he to. relaying the information? Is he relaying the information? I don't know. It seems like a jag he's move. he's receiving from others? Seems like a jag move. They came out, they asked him a specific question. What, well, what's she asked the, him how the weekend was. He's like, oh, it's great. I hear everybody yelling, yeah. hey, we want you to come to here. We want you to come here. He offered it up. Devontae misses yeah. you. Jag bag. Who's the douche? Oh, I know. Aaron Rodgers. That's not a shock. I hate him because he's so good. I don't really hate him, but he's just so damn good. I, I, Who's the douche? He's the douche. Yeah, definitely not the douche. No, yes, he is. No, there's but nothing not. contractually that states that he can't do anything. That he, he can say whatever he wants. It's the team that can't covet other players. He has spent the last three off-seasons complaining. They give him $150 million, mm-hmm. and here we are. He's still complaining. And? He's the douche here. Some guys are in the right to complain sometimes. <laughs> are Packer fans done with this? I don't want to do a Green Bay Packer poll uh, in Chicago. I don't. We're not I know doing there it. are a lot of Packer fans and, here, Because it's going to be one way and one way only. There's no ob- objectivity. Why do you say that? I mean... Well, because there is none. Do you think they're done with it? If you do a Cubs-Sox poll, how much objectivity is there? You do a Bears-Packers. What do you think you're getting? Well, no, no, I wasn't doing Bears-Packers. Okay. I, meant a, I meant a Packers. I, well, yeah, I was I going want... to poll today, like, Packer fans, are you done with Aaron Rodgers? 
And just to see what it would be like. But we're in ESPN Chicago. I, I don't, Why would like, you limit yourself to Packer fans? Because, I mean, the. the well, because he's going to leave a, them potentially. There's about 3,000 of them here in the city of Chicago. Oh, there's more than that. There's a lot 3, of Packer 000. fans. 3,000. There's more than that. I know. 20, so we, got, we got 10 million I, people down here. I know 2,900 of them that are Packers. <laughs> there's more than 3,000 people that go to Will's every Sunday. I yeah, mean, I mean, come that, on. Yeah, Will's That's... Northwoods on Racine is a pretty. I mean, trust me, I've Line been there. Out the door. So is Kroll's. Yeah. Kroll's a Packer is bar. Kroll's a Packer bar? Yeah. I do kind of wonder. Are you kidding me? The dad sat on the the, uh, the Green Bay Packers board. Is that Crow's right? restaurant is right across from Lambeau Field. Oh, I, they, didn't know that. I think they sold out. Yeah, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, so that's a big Packer bar. Yes. Yeah, trust me. There's many more than just three thousand. Yeah. I was curious though. Like, oh, when they hear this kind of stuff, are they just ready for it to be over? Are they ready for him to move on? Like, listen, the grass isn't always greener. I know you went from Favre to Rogers. The likelihood that you're hitting three straight times. Come on. You know, we, we went through this with the Colts. You got pretty fortunate. You went from Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck seamlessly. Luck retired on you. What's it been like since? It's been a nightmare. I think the I think the Packers are facing their nightmare scenario. I, you know, so, like, are, are Packer fans just ready for it to be over? If, if, if Jordan Love was for real, they would be happy to move on from Aaron Rodgers. I think they're getting to a point where we just might move on from Aaron Rodgers because we're all tired of it. Because we can't deal with it anymore? I think that's where they're at. I don't know. To me, it seemed like kind of a douchey move, though, too, where he's talking about, oh, it's been great. and It's just, it's very Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. There's something that oozes douchiness. But he doesn't care. I know he doesn't care. He he shouldn't care. He doesn't care. He didn't care about his family. He didn't care about anybody. I know, and I get that, Yurk. I get it. Believe me, I get it. If he's more than happy to say goodbye to his family, what makes you think he's not happy to say goodbye to Green Bay? I know. I think you're making sense. You're right. To me, he just oozes douchiness, and I thought that was a douche move. He's like, oh, who's the douche? That's great. They're all yelling where I should go, and we took bats on who's going to be most well-represented. Eh, sure seemed like the Raiders, and they want me back with Devontae. And poor Derek Carr is still on the Raiders, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, but he can't wait to leave either. I know. He probably can't wait to get the hell out of Dodge. I get it. And did he joke about it this weekend, too? I think he did. At the Pro Bowl? I think he joked about it, too. So he had a good performance in whatever BS event he was performing in. Balloon toss. Yeah, and they were like, have you ever been this hot in Vegas before? And he goes, well, obviously not. This is why why I'm not going to be here anymore. They were playing Jared (laughs) Stidham by the end of the year. (laughs) Sorry, Derek. I don't know. If any Packer fan wants to weigh in, three one two three three two three seven seven six. Classic Aaron Rodgers. I didn't think we'd be back in this spot after he resigned last year. Even after the last game of the year, I was like, ah, what's Tariko talking about? Of course he's going to be back in Green Bay. Here we are. We're in the exact same spot we were the last two years, right, guys? Well, and the cap number being only forty million, dead cap. Forty-four million, forty million. I was like, "Ah, what's Tariko talking about? Of course he's going to be back in Green Bay." Now it's like, "Nope, there's no shot he's back." With in a two hundred and twenty-four million dollar cap, it's a little more palatable, I guess. It, it, I mean, no, it, I mean it is. You're and right. then you got to tell yourself what we're going. We've got to develop this year. You're right. And we're going to have to have Jordan Love step up. We're going to have to have the young receivers step up and get used to Jordan Love. You got running backs that you're getting wasted money. I trade your running backs if you can get anything for them. If anybody covets running backs, who covets running backs? I mean, you know, nobody. Aaron Jones is awfully good, and he's dynamic as both a runner and a pass catcher. And, and, but and the next guy is pretty good too. He is. He is. I think both guys will be getting paid there, which is a mistake. You shouldn't pay any of them, let alone two of them. I agree. It's the harsh reality. I, you know, I've liked I've, I've liked David Montgomery since the moment the Bears drafted him, York. And nothing David Montgomery ever did made me regret that. Right. And at the same time, 
Now you, it's time it's to pay It's time him. to say goodbye. Yep. And thank you, David. Thank you. Thank you very kindly. That's the cold, hard reality of life as an NFL running back. I'm sure. sorry. Welcome to the it NFL. It was our stance years ago on Matt Forte. We never didn't like Matt Forte. I always liked Matt Forte. And then Matt stopped talking to us. He wouldn't come on the show anymore. F you guys. It's all right. But he actually came on after he retired, which was nice. But it's not nothing to do with you. It's not you. It's the position you it's play. It's the position you play. I like Matt Forte very much. I appreciated Matt Forte. But you know, I, you don't I still say the kicker and the punter should be paid like the NFL minimum. Well, I could see paying Justin Tucker. In four years? In four years, years Robbie. They become free agents. I let them go. Say thank you. Unless you have Tucker, I think. I think he might be the only one. I don't like And him. I would never draft one. Ever. <laughs> Maybe a punt snapper in the seventh round, the guy that a can long snap, snap and short snap. Maybe, I mean, that to me is important. <laughs> okay, this is great. Never draft whatever. Never yeah. draft a punter. Never Still draft friends a with a lot of guys, you know. I know you are. All my are. kicking buddies. I, believe me, I know. Chris Jackie, Mikey Hollis, Phil Dawson. <laughs> oh, you love all those guys. Pete Stojanovic. We love Kevin Butler, you know. But I, I was friendly with Reggie Roby, no longer with us. Moment of silence for Reggie Roby. When's Take the last time we went to a Super Bowl? Um, Indy. Was it Indy? When was that? 10 years ago? No, it was even before that, I bet. I bet you it's well, been... 2012, we were in Dallas. Or was that 2010? That was 20... That was the 2011 season. So was that Feb of 2012? Or no, it was 2010 season. It was Feb 2011. And then we were back the next year when it was in India. My guess is we were there after the 2011 season, January, February of 2012. That'd be my guess. So like 11 years. It's been a long time. Radio Row will be uh, hopping this weekend. What a week it's going to be in Arizona. They got the tournament this weekend. Yeah, I know. It's jumping. It's jumping. Yeah, it'll be hopping. In that I thought we were going to make it out there, kid. Not this year. We'll get back to a Super Bowl one You're of these fine. days. I do want to do the double bubble thing once, though, when it's in Arizona. That seems like it'd be fun. I'm too old to go sit in that grandstand on Saturday, I'll tell you that much. Uh, but it would be fun to be on the premises, I think, for that tournament. I think that'd be kind of cool. I've never been out there for it. And then Super Bowl weeks are they are always a good time. They really are. Radio Row is fun because everybody is there. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. Follow the show on Twitter at Carmen DeFalco and at Yurko64. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Sean Payton introduced in Denver today, Yurk. We will get Sean on soon. Talk about the new gig. Talk about what his offseason in the media was like. He's just a great talker, great storyteller. He was at Shanahan's yesterday, the uh, the restaurant out there in Denver. Denver, yes. Is that like a fan? That's, that's Mike's place. It's got to be Mike's it. place. Yeah, yes. steakhouse in downtown Denver. You know, new a restaurant tour. Yes. Let's name it after you. Yes, indeed. Like nice Ditka's stipend. Yeah, I absolutely. wonder if the food's as good as Ditka's. That's I don't the one know. thing that Ditka, the guys have always done. At the at the Ditka's restaurant group, they've always it was more than just hey put coach's name on it and that's it. You know it, Yerk. The food's always great. Yeah, I mean it was phenomenal. The food's always great. The one at Oakbrook is still open. Yeah. They, this one's closed. There's Grill Eighty Nine by me in Westmont. Carlos, remember Carlos? You sure, always absolutely help us at the Ditka shows. Carlos is always there working on the weekends uh, at at Grill Eighty Nine. We go there with the kids a lot. It's great. They got just kind of like a bar menu. But they make good cocktails, good food, good chop. burger. They got they, pork chop. Believe it or not, they don't have the pork chop on the menu, which sort of annoys me. 
because it's so damn good. With the, with the cherry chutney. It's great. The Ditka's in Oakbrook has it. Yeah, I know. But the grill doesn't. And I, I'm always like, why don't you guys put the How pork about a breaded pork chop sandwich? Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? But they have just like a scale back menu. They got TVs everywhere. It's more of like a loungy, fun bar place. Yeah. High top tables. But the kids can go in. There's there's a kids menu. We go all the time. So they've always done a nice job of making sure that the food was good. The food at Harry Carey's back in the day was always good. I haven't mm, been in years. Lamb uh, lamb chops, uh, oregano, man, alive. in the chicken Vesuvius, like the, you know. So I, I wonder if you know um, Shanahan's place is, is as good. Scott's in Orange County on ESPN 1000. Hey, Scott. You guys are making me hungry for know, right? yeah. for Chicago second, food. Second, second, second of all, I miss you guys like crazy. I'm a I'm a Chicago transplant out here, but uh, still listen to you guys on the app seriously every day. So Thank you, Scott. Thank you. To, Love it. Just wanted to let you know, and yeah, on the on the fact of uh, when you guys were talking about uh, Rogers about uh, you know just all his douchiness, um, I wanted to add about the funny thing. I don't know if you saw it. Um, at the golf tournament at Pebble about uh, Keith Mitchell saying basically like they got cheated because Rogers completely just uh, changed his handicap and you just everyone was calling him a sandbagger because apparently he just changed his handicap and uh, and yeah how do you just change it? I did not see you that. you earn your handicap was he lying about it <laughs> guys do yeah, that just change in, it in. it's on it's on I'm literally reading it on golf digest top article he's typing like Keith Mitchell Aaron Rodgers and then like you know Mitchell says he's basically cheated um, because you know they got first place but I think Keith Mitchell and his team got second but they said you know he just totally sandbagged everyone in the Let's field what I'm talking about he just totally changed the handicap this, this so. Scotty thanks buddy we appreciate you still listening out there. This is what I'm talking about. The douche. Sandbagger. Golf world in dismay with Aaron Rodgers winning at the AT&T Public Beach Pro-Am. So, so, what, he, so what did his handicap change to? He claims he's a 10. And? Well, I don't know. What I mean, was he, he? Well, they went out and they fired up. What did they win? He and Ben Silverman. What, what was the final score? What were they under par? Well, you got to look at the Pro-Am. You got to look at the Pro-Am portion of That's it. That's what I'm looking at. That I was, watched Justin Rose. Justin what, Rose won the tournament. He won the tournament, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Played well. Justin. Justin played so those well. ice crystals that I dealt with in uh, March 2020, mm-hmm. that would happen those again. ice crystals were back. Yeah. So you could still get some, you know, you get some cold the pro- days there. So the pros didn't play in it, but I had to. But, well, listen, you're out at Pebble Beach. What are you going to do? You're not going to not you a refund. They're not giving you a refund, Carm. You're going to book another trip, or are you already booked? Um, Not there. No, you would you never go back to Pebble? Oh, no, like no, I'll go back eventually. Okay. I, right, but I will. do have a trip booked. No, I know you're going to Piners. I just right. meant like 2025. I'm going to Scotland, and you're going to Scotland in 2025. It's somebody's 50th birthday or something going on there. They said we're that's when we're going, so Dude. we're going to have to like this year at some point start making reservations and putting payments down. Wow, so it works. Yeah, I'll, that's going to be some trip. If you ever go back to Pebble. I might want to tag along with you, but you've got to like pick it a little bit later in the year to be safe. I think I'm going in August next time I go. Yeah, go in August. That's a good call before the before the football season. Yeah, August. That's call. when I want to go. Yeah. In between though, like don't be uh, yeah, aerating the greens. Right. I don't want nothing to happen at the course. Not under construction, doing anything crazy. Yeah. I want to play the course the way it needs to be played. Here's the scandal: Rogers playing at a ten handicap is blasphemy. Highly quality sandbagging going on at the Pebble Beach Pro Am. June of 2022. Who knows who this person is? And let me tell you, the worst thing in the world. 
Wisconsin State Golf Association had him registered at a 4.6. Yeah, that's terrible. And then somebody followed that up with, he's currently a three at the WSGA. Now, can I tell you how this works? You say, you douche. I got a CDGA. I went from a 19-1 to a 12-6. What, what, what? Over the last year. Wow. I went from a 19-1 in March to a 12-6 when I was done playing golf for the year in October. But what's harder, going, doing that jump? It's kind of like going from three wins to eight in the NFL, like... You could do that. That's what you did. Then going from 8 to 12 is hard. Is going from 10 to 3 hard? 10 to 3 is hard. Going, going from 12 to if I'm going to become an 8 is going to be more, much more difficult. That's going to be hard. Yeah, if I want to be shooting 80s and 79s and 70, 78s and 82s, that transition is has got to change. My swing's got to change, first of all. Well, that's what's got to change. I mean, the, the one great thing I do is putt. But let me tell you. Yurko does putt like a madman. In, in, in the golf world? Being known as a sandbagger is the worst thing you could be known as. This is Aaron Rodgers. You won't get a game. See? You won't get a game. Once you get, it's like in Color of Money, remember? And, and when, then when you come to play in the Calcutta and they see what your handicap is, there's always a yeah. inquiry sign oh, posted. Yeah. An inquiry sign, yeah. thank you. Remember in Color of Money when Paul Newman gets pissed at him because he's shown everybody now. How good he is. How good he is. And he's basically telling him, you've ruined the con. Yeah. Con's what, gone. what you've done now is this is out. Every pool hall is going to know it, and you've ruined the con. You can't go anywhere and get a game. And Tom Cruise, Vince was a big douche in that movie. Yes, just like Aaron Rodgers is a big douche. What? Uh, again, I'm jealous of him tremendously. Is this happen? Because you play a lot of golf. You're at a, you know you belong to a club. I belong got, to a club. Is this you got oh, the sandbaggers I, I, and you guys I, I, know? I'm, I'm telling you, yeah. if you're a sandbagger out there, they know you right away. They know right away. <laughs> Inquiry sign posted. I played with our friend Ben Wong. Ben bid a couple years in a row, York, on uh, you know at my charity event at Bourbon Bacon mm-hmm. event. We do, you know, and we did go out and do a foursome. We were playing last summer, and I don't know. I was kind of hacking it up, to be honest with you. Somebody gets the idea. Let's just make the last two holes interesting, right? Last two holes. Let's make it interesting, right? What do I do on seventeen and eighteen? I go out and I'm, you know, it's like. They're like, well, come on now. What happened? I go, don't look at me. This wasn't my idea. I didn't ask for it. I didn't beg for it. I said, what do you think? I sandbagged for the first 16 holes? no, th- Hoping that we'd get to 17 and 18 and somebody in the group would say, let's make it interesting. I hit a drive. I hit a tee shot on 18. Cut the corner of the water. I'm like 120 yeah, out. Like I genius. hit a wedge within four feet. Yeah. Don't look at me. They're I didn't do anything. You. I didn't get it. Well, when we played Olympia Fields last year. Oh, yeah. And I shot my 83 with a double bogey on, on 18. It was amazing. And my handicap was still up there at that time. You know, yeah. it, it was it was on its way down. There was, That's there, one of the scores. There, there, there were some That's people. That's one of those scores that got me back down to where I was. There were some people on the golf course that day going, I don't know that Yurko's a 19 handicap. And you dominated that day. Dominated. How many, how many balls did I lose? None. I parred. Well, you're putting. I parred all the par threes, Carm. Your, your putting was insane. Well, I putt like a champion. It was insane. It's my, it's my swing that cost me problems. I cast the club. I'm slicing across <laughs> it with the face 10 degrees open. Oh, God. Some, some guy goes to me, I don't even know how you hit the ball in the face of the club. <laughs> it's a miracle sometimes. He still shot an 83 at one of the hardest golf courses in the area. I can't chip. I'm better out of the sand than I am out of the grass. Yeah. I got limitations. That means you're a good player. The pros would rather be in the sand than in the grass. Yurko's got the final word. Then it's time for Crosstalk. The final word is brought to you by Bath Planet. Carmen and Yurko present today's final word. 
Cause you had to be a big shot, didn't you? You had to open up your mouth. Today's final word. You had to have the last word. On Carmen and Yuriko. Has anything sort of failed quite as like as, as marvelously as the big three in Brooklyn? 312-332-3776 is the number if you want to talk NBA trade deadline came, stuff. That, Brooklyn's come down faster than that Chinese weather balloon. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, that's a good analogy here. <laughs>